0: Friend, what mistake or sin have you been holding on to? What's that one thing that you keep berating yourself for in your head over and over again, playing out different scenarios, wishing you had done things differently, wondering how in the world you let it happen, all the while feeling foolish, guilty, maybe even shameful. And you know you need to move on. You've told yourself that you have But the truth is, you haven't. Not really. Friend, I had a moment this past weekend where Jesus pointed out this exact issue to me and what I needed to do about it. Turns out, I needed to forgive myself. Jesus has made it clear that he wants to take me to higher places as we go into next year, but I can't go there if I'm still dragging this issue behind me. So today, sister, I'm going to share my story and talk about why we need to forgive ourselves, why it's so important as Christians, as daughters of the King, and as Jesus-Empowered Maidens. Hey there, amazing lady. Welcome back to the Jesus-Empowered Maiden podcast. I'm Jen Murray, owner of Relate Escape, where I create, inspire, and motivate Jesus-based empowerment for my sisters in faith. If you're ready to dig deep into the true character of Jesus and our Heavenly Father, to learn who you really are as the daughter of the King, to break free from all the things holding you captive, both internal and external, and to learn how to love yourself in all your beloved uniqueness, you are definitely in the right place. It's time, sister, to claim your female identity, authority, and freedom in Christ like never before. As always, you can learn more and connect with me over at RelateEscape.com. You are loved, you are seen, and you are meant for more. Let's dive in. So, let me begin this episode by sharing what happened to me this past weekend and what ultimately led to recording this episode and talking about this topic. So per God's very strong prompting, I signed up for a virtual dreamer summit hosted by a, an amazing Christian entrepreneur and it was the first time I had a chance to attend something like this and I felt like God was really wanting me to attend. I got this very strong impression that I needed to do this and that it was very important and I also got the sense that God was planning this desire in me to dream like to dream in general but to specifically dream big as I go into 2022 into next year so I signed up for this dreamers summit and it was amazing the whole thing was so amazing it was a three-day event but immediately, in just those first couple of sessions on that opening night, God was hitting me with some hardcore truth and confirmation and information and fresh perspective, just all of the things. I was like, okay, God, I, I totally get just two hours in why you wanted me here. Makes sense now why this was, you know, such a high priority. And God did this all of this truth and confirmation and all the things that he, he showed me in that way is where he weaves things together so perfectly because the Christian entrepreneur who was hosting the dreamer summit, who was, who was putting it on started out first by sharing the theme for this year's summit, which was growth. And then she went into how our growth is determined by our roots. And our our roots essentially determine our future, right? So our roots determine our growth. Our roots determine our future. And so she posed the question, what is nourishing you right now? In other words, what are your roots? Because truth is, we can be rooted in a lot of things, both positive and negative. And the negative can include idols like fear, uh, idols in general, right? things from our past, mistakes we've made, things people have told us that we're clinging to. But to the host's point, the entrepreneur putting on the summit, to her point, as Christians, we are called to be rooted in God's love. That's supposed to be our main root, is God's love. And to be rooted in his love there are four key steps that she laid out. First one is you need to cast off or sever things that need to be removed. So think, you know, pruning, right? You need to to chop off those roots that just need to go, those dead roots, those sick roots. Secondly, you need to humbly repent. Thirdly, you need to accept the beautiful grace of God's love. And fourthly, you need to abide in love because God's love is the best nourishment we can have. It's the best root system we can have. And so her next question to us was, what do we need to cast off then? What do we need to prune, right? Because that's step one. First thing we need to do is cast off and sever things that need to be removed. What do we need to prune and to help us get there to help facilitate this work that she was leading us through, she went into some specific questions. What do you need to let go of? Who do you need to forgive? And what fears are holding you back? These were three questions that she was giving us to actually answer. We had like a working time during the session to help us determine what needed to be pruned, right? There were things that we need to let go of to be pruned. There was people we needed to forgive in order to get rid of those roots, right? For that to be pruned. What fears are we holding Are holding us back? We need to identify those and combat them with truth and to essentially prune them. And so this is where God really started to, to pull some stuff out of me. And it wasn't even hard is the thing. And I, so I went into my little, I started my little Google Doc to start typing out my answers. And I went to answer the first question of what do you need to let go of? And my response was centered around the time period of a few years ago when I ended up drifting away from God. I didn't, I didn't set out to, but that's where I ended up through a series of seemingly small decisions. And some of you may have heard me speak about this time period in other episodes. I've gone in-depth in certain episodes. But in a nutshell, I ended up drifting from God. And at the same time, I was pursuing being an entrepreneur. I was trying to start my own business. But it wasn't from a place of discerning God's calling for me or his will for me because I had drifted from him. And on top of that, I had also gotten sucked into this online entrepreneurial space that's full of ideas like new age ideas like manifestation and uh, the idea that you should just spend thousands of dollars on coaching or courses, no matter how successful or maybe unsuccessful your business is at the time, right? A lot of people there are clearly working for the other team, they are not on the Jesus team. And I... I ended up aligning with these ideas and with these people and basically amassing a huge amount of debt. And I've always been someone who wanted to be debt free. I wanted that for the longest time. But I ended up being somebody that was very different than who I was and who I was meant to be. Now, since then, God has brought me back into a, clo- a close relationship with him. In fact, we're the closest we've actually ever been and he's done a lot of work in me. I'm not the same person I was when I made those really poor choices. I know this in my head, but apparently I hadn't let go of it. I hadn't moved past it. I hadn't pruned it. And this exercise was bringing it up and proving that. So when I typed out my answer in my little Google Doc to the question, what do you need to let go of? That's where my mind went, right? Right. I typed out that I needed to let go of this period of my life where I made these many big mistakes, starting with the biggest of all, which was drifting from God. And then I moved on to the next question, which was, who do you need to forgive? And I started typing out a list. There were several people on it. But do you know who I put down first? First on the list, I typed out myself the word myself. It was becoming clear that I hadn't moved past this issue, these series of mistakes, because I hadn't forgiven myself. I still felt guilty and stupid and foolish and ashamed. And I kept thinking about how off course I got and how could I have done this? And, you know, all all the things, all the thoughts that just keep rolling around in your head on an endless loop. Now, I just want to put out here as a side note too I also included on that list of people I needed to forgive the entrepreneurs that I bought courses and coaching from I didn't list them individually that's how I wrote it out just phrasing it as a group entrepreneurs that I bought course uh, courses and coaching from because forgiving them was also an, an important part of this too it wasn't It wasn't just about forgiving myself, which was extremely important. Clearly, that was becoming very clear. I couldn't move on if I didn't forgive myself, but I also couldn't move on if I didn't forgive them too. Most of the entrepreneurs that I had bought from or quote-unquote invested in had only really been in it for the money. They didn't really want to help me or any of their other students, not, not really. But I had to forgive them and even pray for them. Because if you really think about it, these folks are living without Jesus and all the money in the world can't make up for not knowing God or Jesus or what a true life of freedom looks and feels like. All right, so back to the three questions. So after answering the first two, What do you need to let go of? And who do you need to forgive? I moved on to the third. What fears are holding you back? Ooh, that's a good one, right? (laughs) That's a good deep question. And guess what? God knew there was a theme. He knew I needed a process. And he knew how to dig down. Uh, God bless this Christian entrepreneur who was posing these questions and doing this summit. Everything was aligned, again, in the way that only he can do. So by the time I got to this question, what fears are holding you back? Guess what my answer was connected to? You guessed it. My other two answers. God was drilling down. My greatest fear, as I typed out my answer, was making the same kinds of bad financial decisions I had made before. Like going back to when I had spent thousands of dollars that I didn't have and got myself into debt. And I was also afraid of stepping back into being entrepreneurial in general, even though God was and is completely directing my steps this time. See, after getting myself into the mess that I had gotten myself into, God came back into my life, right? Because I had drifted from him. God stepped back into my life and told me at the beginning of 2020 That my business was his mission. His exact words to me were, your business is my mission. And he then told me to stop working on my business, which was called Relate Escape like it is now, but it was something completely different. It was a whole different concept. God told me to stop working on my business which wasn't going anywhere. And I now look back and know that that's God's grace. And instead he wanted me to focus on him. So put aside the business, don't touch it, don't worry about it, I want you to focus on me. And then he put me into a wilderness season in order to get me back into relationship with him, right, in alignment with him, got me back into the word. Uh, He got me uh, reacquainted with who he is and in a place that I had to rely on him and where he had to come through, right? And then when that wilderness season ended, God gave me an entirely new vision for Relate Escape that was based on his mission and his calling for my life. And within that, how I'm wired and what makes me happy, uh, which was not there with the initial concept of my business right on top of not being aligned with God I ended up coming up with this idea that I'm like that never would have made me happy so I think God there's many reasons that God did not let that business take off and one of them was because not only was it not his mission but I would have been miserable because it wasn't something that I was called to do it wasn't aligned with how I'm wired I wouldn't have been joyful it would have just been probably pretty horrific but God gave me a new vision for my business he gave me like an overall vision he gave me specific downloads uh you know Jesus told me I had to use the words Jesus and, and empowered in the podcast title I asked God I'm like like I was really attached to the name relate escape but I gave that to him and was like this is your business if you want a new name, let me know. And he was like, no, we're keeping Relay Escape. We're just adding the tagline to Jesus. <laughs> <I'm> like, okay. <laughs> so I got very specific direction. And Relay Escape became something completely new and completely different. And so a few months ago, I launched the, the podcast and the website. And then God told me to buy a like really small, inexpensive Pinterest course from a different Christian entrepreneur. Uh, than the one who's doing the Dreamer Summit. But she's also the one that I bought my podcast course from, which was money well spent. Um, The one Christian entrepreneur that I had spent money with (laughs) during that crazy season was actually the only solid investment. (laughs) The rest of them were not. Um, Anyway, so, you know, and... So God had me, you know, buy this little course and he's like, I want you to get, get you on Pinterest and to drive traffic to my website and podcast, So we start getting like the message out there. So, you know, in the last three to four months, I've dipped my toes back into the entrepreneurial waters, but my brain and my heart have still been attached to all the yuckiness from before to the bad decisions and the wasted money and the years of trying to make something work that literally went nowhere. And so when I answered this third question, what fears are holding you back? I was fearing that I would repeat history, even though I knew I was different and that this time everything is God directed and I'm simply doing what he tells me, which obviously makes all the difference, right? I needed to let go of this past season of horrible mistakes. I needed to forgive myself. And I needed to combat the fear with scripture and with truth. Because if I didn't do those things, I wouldn't be able to grow. I wouldn't be able to move forward and be the Jesus-empowered maiden or be the empowered entrepreneur that serves and impacts who knows how many women, right? Like, only God knows how many he plans on helping me reach and what the impact will be because he likes to plant seeds, and we never even see all of the you know fruit that comes from that planting. But I can't hold myself back and grow at the same time, right? That's two different things, they can't happen at the same time. If my roots are roots of fear and guilt, and we're playing my mistakes over and over and over in my head. I can't grow. I can't become the person God wants me to be. And I won't have the most nourishing root, which is God's love. Because God isn't endlessly playing my sins or mistakes on some, like, cruel blooper reel, right? That just plays forever. He's not holding those things against me. God loves me. Jesus loves me. Jesus died for my sins, right? Like, to the Father, I'm clean and white as snow, Jesus and and God, they want me to keep growing and keep becoming, and that's why God compelled me to sign up for this Dreamers Summit. But I have to accept that grace and love. I have to accept that Jesus is beckoning me forward without holding my past against me. It's just love. There's only love. So whatever is keeping me from that endless love, it needs cast aside, cut off, pruned and burned sister <laughs> right it just needs to go ashes and this applies to any sin or mistake however big or small that we think of it or see it in our lives if it's a nasty root keeping you from moving forward it needs to be cast aside so that your main root is God's love and your growth isn't impaired and here's how great God God's love is how he will go the extra mile for you friend So earlier, uh, at the beginning of the episode, I mentioned how God did something for me at the Dreamers Summit in the way that only he can. You know that way he has of just lining things up perfectly? So during that first night of opening sessions at the Dreamers Summit, the host shared all the things I've talked about about growth and what we need to do to abide in God's love and the questions, the three questions that revealed to me that I was still rooted in this season of past mistakes. Well, that opening night, there was also a guest speaker, a guest session, and the big idea of her talk was that there are God dreams and then there are our own dreams, dreams that we end up pursuing that aren't aligned with God's calling for us. So there are things that like we just somehow end up chasing whether we get fixated on an idea or something seems appealing or we just get off track like I did, whatever the reason, right? We start a business or we go after a dream of, of one sort or another and it's it quickly becomes apparent it's ridiculously hard because it's not meant, it's not what we're meant to do. It's not God's calling. It's not aligned with what he wants for us or his mission or how we're wired. So... Try as me might, you know, it's pretty much a big fat nightmare mess or complete no-go, right? And that talk, one, it gave me clarity because, I mean, I knew the root of my bad choices was drifting from God. Like, that. that's where everything started to go askew. But this made it clearer somehow, right? And just gave it a little more context And two, it was like God was saying, hey, chasing dreams is not bad. Dreaming is not bad. It's just you were chasing the wrong dreams. And now you're back in my fold in alignment with me and walking out my calling for you. This is the right place to dream. You're in the right place. So within a span of literally a couple hours, God was not only putting a spotlight on what bad routes needed to go and what things I needed to do, starting with forgiving myself, but he wasn't okay with just leaving me there. It's like, nope, God was also encouraging me and telling me to dream because I'm in the right place to dream. And like I said at the beginning of the episode, I felt that one of the main reasons God wanted me to attend this Dreamer Summit was to get me to a place where I'm okay and even, like, excited to dream. Not just dream, but dream big, especially going into next year. So he didn't stop that night with the pruning, right? Like, he was pruning and also spurring healthy growth at the same time. It's like he was like, we could leave this for tomorrow. We could leave the growth part for tomorrow. But no, you're going to go to bed with a whole new outlook on dreaming for your life right? God wanted me to forgive myself and to stop berating myself and to stop feeling stupid and guilty. He didn't want any of that for me. He wants me to dream big and fly high and let him take me to heights that I probably cannot even fathom. But friend, sitting in a cycle of reliving your mistakes and berating your past choices is not what God wants. It's not. If it's something you need to repent for, by all means do so, but lay it down at the feet of Jesus and leave it there and walk away. We can't follow Jesus into the Christian woman and the Jesus empowered woman we are meant to be if we stay stuck, clinging to old rotted roots that we cannot change. Those things are in the past, but what we do, do have control over is our future. And I don't know about you, but I don't want to look back 3 months from now or a year from now or 5 years from now and honestly regret not forgiving myself and letting go. I don't want to miss things in my future because I won't let go of my past or let go of that previous version of Jen who made those mistakes because I'm not her anymore. And I don't want that for you either. Now, normally I like to end an episode in a hardcore truth, like I just kind of laid out for you. (laughs) But I'm going to mix this up with some humor this time because God has a sense of humor and so does Jesus. They both laugh at me a lot and it's not always because I'm funny. But God did one more thing after the Dreamers Summit to totally drive the point home that I'm not that previous version of Jen and I just have to share. So the last big quote unquote investment I had made before God stepped back into my life to send me to rights was with this coaching couple. And it became clear later on that they were way more about getting rich than actually helping people, the wife in particular. And I hadn't had anything to do with this couple since God came back into my life and that included unsubscribing from their email lists. Well, a few days after the Dreamers Summit, I got this email from the wife. Like, completely out of the blue. No previous attempts at communication. It was just totally random. And it wasn't even in their typical email template. Like, they have this really nice, fancy email template. It was not in this, which was really odd. Um. And I, I honestly, I almost wondered later if Jesus made this e- email himself, just to send to me to get his point across. I'm like, like, this is legit, or did Jesus just do this on purpose? And you'll understand why I say that here in a second. So, so anyway, the content of this email. This email had a photo on the one side of the wife, and she was like leaning over a table and kind of a like I'm an entrepreneur pose. But behind her was this, like, elaborate throne-like chair that looked like something from a movie set or a museum. Like, it was very ornate and had, like, the, you know, bright green velvet thing going on. And then the text part of it, the message, which was pretty short, basically just outright asked if she could sign me up for her, like, I don't know what it was called. It was, like, something or other. So she could help me get rich. Like she used those exact words, get rich. And you know what my reaction was to this email? I literally burst out laughing and said out loud, no, you may not. And then I promptly hit delete. She'd asked, you know, in her email, can I sign you up for my so, you know, such and such that I help you get rich. And I'm like to myself in my office, no, you may not. And then I hit delete. And I'm laughing at the absurdity of this. Because the whole thing was just ludicrous to me in that moment. And then I realized, I realized in that moment that Jesus just showed me through this little email surprise exercise that I was not who I was a couple years ago. Because a couple years ago, my reaction would have been completely different to that email. And I also, on top of that, didn't go into a place of lamenting over what I had done. Because after that first night at the Dreamer Summit, where I had done those three questions and I had, I got up the next morning, I had prayed over what I needed to let go of and I prayed for forgiveness for myself and the other people on my list and I prayed over my fears of moving forward. And I had opened myself up to dreaming with God. And so instead of that email triggering a cycle of berating myself, like, oh, here's another reminder of like, like I gave this, these people like X amount of thousands of dollars and blah, blah, blah. How could I do this? Instead of triggering that cycle, what that email triggered was laughter, joy, and a sense of knowing that the past was now the past. Which means I can run forward into the future and grow and I can run into the future towards God's dreams for me with joy and with laughter and with abandon. Heavenly Father, I thank you for being a God who has big, bold dreams for us, for your daughters. Even with our past mistakes and all the things, the barriers that we face with culture and um, access and things that we have to overcome. God, I am just so grateful you are a God who wants us to be way more than we ever thought possible and that you do your hardest to get us there because that's what you want for us. It's your joy to make our dreams come true. So Heavenly Father, I would pray that the ladies listening to this episode that I would pray the dreams that you've already planted in them, because they are aligned with you, that you would rise them up, you would bring them up. That if they've been quiet or dormant or they've been unintentionally pushing them aside, that you would just bring them to the forefront. And I pray that you would give them the courage to actually say, yes, I wanna pursue these dreams. And what do I have to do? What's in the way? And Lord God, I would pray that you would help them to see if the, any issues that are blocking that, anything that they keep clinging to, an old, dirty, rotted root where they just need to forgive themselves because you have forgiven them. And it's just a path. It's just a, something in their, in their way for the dreams that you have for them. I pray that you would give them the courage to just let go of that root. And to just hand it to you to put in the fire and it just, it just won't be spoken of again. God, I pray that you would help these women become aware of any blockers that are keeping them from their dreams. I pray that you not only show them blockers, that you equip them, encourage them like you did with me. Helping them prune and to grow at the same time. Giving them encouragement, bringing in people and resources and money and child care or help or whatever it is that they need so that they can pursue the dream that you have for them and step into it with a surety and faith and boldness. God, I pray that you would just raise your daughters up like never before and bring them into their dreams so that we can be empowered in your name and empowered for the kingdom and make an impact like this world and this country has never seen before and bring the kingdom here your kingdom through us to this earth in the number of days, however long that is that we have left in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey friend, before you go, if you found value in today's episode or it blessed you in some way, it would mean the world to me if you can leave a review over on Apple Podcasts. I love hearing from all of my amazing, powerful ladies, and I'm truly blessed when I get a glimpse of the incredible things God is doing in your lives. It also helps other women just like yourself find the show, allowing God to work in their lives too. Thank you so, so much. And by the way, if you want to drop me a line, you can reach me over at RelateEscape.com. Cheers.